Hello, everybody, and welcome to the No Breaking Podcast, where, for the second time, I'm going to start <laughs> talking to now my good friend, Nathan Fetty, who's the marketing director of Dining Cars. Nathan. So, before we were rudely cut off by my Duracell batteries giving out in my sure. recorder, let's uh, try and tell me, let's go step right back to the start of telling me a little bit about Dynan, about what they, how they came about, and, and what is it that they do exactly. Sure. Uh, Dynan uh, started off in 1979 uh, by Steve Dynan. Uh, started off as basically a turbo and engine building shop. I uh, just liked doing BMWs and uh, started off from there. Eventually grew to, oh, I don't know, about 50 employees uh, in Morgan Hill after a couple of moves around the Bay Area. Uh, but during that time, the whole point of the thing was to essentially finance his, his ambitions for racing. Which is not a bad goal. So No, not at all. Uh, uh, eventually, Steve got out of the business about five years ago uh, and kind of went his own way where he's actually doing racing what he wants to do now anyway. Which is very nice. Yes. Want something that we'd probably all like to just be sure. doing. Uh, and sold actually to uh, a group by, by the name of German Performance Brands. That includes uh, Flowmaster, B&M, and Hearst. Uh, about a year and a half ago, that group also purchased uh, APR. Uh, and now here we are today where Dynan actually has moved into the uh, actually shares the campus with APR now in Alabama. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of uh, duplicated resources and uh, uh, help going back and forth between Audi and BMW now. So. Sure. I'd, I'd assume that it certainly help as well with helping you designing and what you're building and moving sure. forwards as well then. No, we're, we're very strong in hardware, and uh, we help them a lot on that front. Uh, and they have a very, very strong software team, and they're helping us in that front. So oh, uh, it's very symbiotic. Yeah, it's a good synergy, it would sound yep. like. Yep. But then let's tell me about your background. How did you end up uh, in your current roles you have now? Oh, well, my current role, I, I started off more in the the print industry and graphic design. Uh, I interviewed with Steve, I don't know, six years ago, I guess it was. Uh, and the whole purpose of me interviewing there was because it was was because of location. Uh, I was sick and tired of a two-hour commute and one Ooh. of my five-minute commute. So yeah, that's that's, uh, that's so not I, really I, ideal a two-hour no. commute. So while I wasn't much of a car guy at the time, I uh, I fought pretty hard for the job and uh, for convenience sake, ended up getting it. And now I have to say I pretty much love the job now. Well, so did you have you made the move switch across to the other side of the country then, or are you still oh, in yeah. the Bay Area? No, I. I, I was going to say, but doing that commute from the Bay Area, I mean, that's yeah, probably that's pretty brutal. That, yeah, that's pretty a long brutal. commute. Yeah. yeah. You start on what, on Sunday and get there on Friday exactly. kind of thing? So what is it that your exact role, what are you doing for Dynan? Uh, I do a little bit of everything, actually. Uh, the marketing team on, in Dynan is very small, mm -hmm. uh, mainly because of how the distribution is. Since we are mainly going through dealerships, uh, we really only have to market real traditional senses, for the most part, to the dealership internally, and they kind of uh, branch out from there. Uh, we're... Definitely more for focused on increasing our uh, efforts in direct consumer and social and everything else. Just up to, to this point, we haven't really had that need. Okay. So it's a lot been more print focused because that's really what dealerships traditionally wanted. Uh, we're definitely going away from that and adding new resources and a bunch of other stuff though. So honestly, my my job and goes from design to to planning and event planning to social media to, to everything under the sun it's everything under the sun it and, really is it just depends I, on the day sure and I will <laughs> say from my personal aspect that I've driven one of your cars and it was an awful lot of fun mm -hmm. um, it was the idea of taking I think it was the M6 
they had oh, the M6 or the M4. I can't remember which one. Right, M4. Yeah, they, they all seem to blend together with the M's. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's one or the other. It's just, you just go along it's with the it. the orange car. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Orange, yeah, red, I can't remember. Yeah. It's, there's too many now when it goes through. But it was an awful lot of fun. It was the idea of taking something that's a very good car to begin with and mm-hmm. then sprinkling like or adding, touching a yep. piece or two to make the magic happen. Yep. So how does that work with you when working with like BMW, say, to, do you get a new How much lead time do you get ahead? To be able to start working on these things, do you get uh, any? We don't get any. Okay. Uh, I mean, if we we kind of have a roadmap in the beginning of the year, what cars we want to purchase that year, mm-hmm. and I mean, we have a couple of select dealers that we typically uh, get our cars from, and we'll put them on reserve as early as we can. And usually, we get a, a first run, but we're still it's the first run, just like a retail consumer would get. Yeah. Uh, and then we just go to work as soon as we get it. I mean, we'll put on that initial uh, two thousand or twelve hundred miles for the break in, you know, within a weekend. Uh, some lucky person gets it for the weekend, and uh, they do their thing and come back the next morning, and then we take the park car apart. Okay. So. Um, and then, so what is it that you guys uh, have here at SEMA? Uh, here we are showcasing the F90 M5. Uh, we got the car back in July. Uh, what's on there now is a lot of prototype parts. Nothing has really made it out to the market yet, but okay. we're getting really close on the exhaust and mid-pipe specifically. Uh, you also see a coilover suspension and a bunch of other suspension components uh, here in the near term, probably early 2019. Uh, the other big news for us uh, would be on the on the tuning side, uh, we are developing uh, a piggyback as well as a flash solution for the for the M5. Figured we'll go down both markets at this point uh, and do both, uh, which I'm sure would be happy to a lot of Dynan fans. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're still kind of early stages. I mean, we've started flashing the cars, but a lot of the delivery mechanisms and everything still need to be ironed out. Yeah, so to, to just talk about that for a little. So for those people that don't know, can you explain a little bit about what flashing the car, what sure. does it actually mean or what does it actually do? What's the result uh, of that? Well, the flashing that we're talking about is basically overriding the factory, product, factory tuning on the uh, ECU itself uh, with uh, basically different fueling tables, timing tables, uh, boost, uh, what have you, uh, but it's much more comprehensive because you control a lot of a lot of other factors that may you may need to control to get uh, smooth uh, power, reliable power. Uh, for, as an example, on some of the older cars, uh, one of the things that had to be controlled in order to mitigate a lot of extra heat uh, from turning up the boost was uh, uh, manipulating the uh, water pump speeds. Okay, uh, it's not something you normally think you'd have to do, but you had that control with an ECU, ECU tune or a flash tune. Uh, about 2013, the new uh, BMW DMEs came out, and they were a little more complicated than we were anticipating, and we were unable to crack them. So uh, after a couple of years uh, of trying that route, we kind of went on the same on a parallel approach of developing a piggyback system uh-huh, uh, to at least have something out in the field. The original ideal of those piggyback systems, uh, Dynatronics is what we ultimately termed it, uh, was to be a replacement DME and actually replace the whole BMW factory DME altogether. Never quite lived up to that, but there's a lot of additional pieces in that device that are kind of native there that don't, aren't really needed. As an example, uh, the original design had uh, injector drivers built into the board and everything else. It was supposed to be a complete DME replacement. Uh, kind of got scaled back after a while because it needed to get to market, but... of course. Uh, uh, but it's definitely a robust robust system. Uh, come to today's day and age, though, uh, we've actually 
uh, with the co- cooperation of APR and dining teams alike, uh, they've been able to get into the newer DMEs. So we're kind of going back to it. But now that we have the the uh, footprint of all the piggyback stuff, we figured might as well keep that and have flash tuning and do both. give the consumer the choice. Yeah. So that's the plan. And so with that, speaking to your consumers, where's the best place for anyone to find information on your products? Uh, best place to find information on our product would be our website, which is www.dineincars.com. And then if they're looking to try and find you on the socials media? Social media, you got Facebook, Instagram, all uh, dineincars.com is really hashtag dineincars.com or Facebook same way. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, no. And then lastly, before we sign off, uh, for people that have not been to see me before, I've been asking, especially my guests, what's some tips or some advice that you give them? So what would you suggest that they can help? Uh, comfortable shoes, I guess, is be number one. Okay. Uh, other than that, uh, it's definitely the place you need to visit if you've never been there before. You have to at least visit once. So you sp- may not want to ever come back because you'll be tired as hell. But <laughs> so speaking of that, have you managed to make it through all three halls so far? Uh, I have not made it past North and Central. I have not ventured to South yet. And then have you even made or the Performance Pavilion or any of that? So. Yeah, the, the first time, whatever. I mean, it grows and grows each year. Yes. It seems to get bigger. Yes. So with that, Nathan, I, I very much appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being a guest. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.